God, I missed all you guys. <laughs> Did I pull it off or no? No. What's that? Oh, shoot. That's a long list. <laughs> very high. Very high. All right, David. So you burst through the doors at 12.01 last nah. night? No, nah, it was good. I got in here a decent time this morning and just really getting back on track. You know, so it was good to start off with the team meeting this morning at 7.30. So just really kind of jump right back into the normal flow. Uh, yesterday, Tony's Mahler didn't work. Can you talk a little bit about how he hurt the foot and what his prognosis is? Yeah, Tony injured a foot in the game. Uh, frankly, I think it was on the on the touchdown run. So um, it's a foot sprain, and he'll continue to work this week. And uh, but you know, the plan is to just take the week and you know put him on you know the projection to play play on Sunday. Mike, how was it being back in team meetings this morning? And I was good to be back in, had a lot to say, probably said too much. Um, so, you know, frankly, I, I think like, you know, these bye weekends and bye weeks, there's there's a study and a presentation I've always done. So, uh, frankly, I would have liked to have done it on Monday, uh, so, but I, but I uh, kind of chopped it up in pieces and did it today. So I was able to get back and go through some of the things that, you know, we went through in segment two that I, I feel like we need to highlight. Uh, going forward, you know, obviously it's about beating, you know, beating Washington this week. Um, but I don't, yeah, it was it was great to be back in there and and get going. But you know, so so much part, so, so much part of what we do is the routine and the and uh, you know the regularity. You know, we're in a winter schedule now, so we're actually, if you go back all the way to week one, you know, we're 75 minutes less between meeting time and practice time because you know it's something that I've always done. You know, you you know you build through the year. So just you know, just making clarity of you know what's expected over here in the next five weeks, and um, you know just to hit a number of the self scout uh, components that I think that need to be reinforced, and you know concluded with an overall observation and, and tied it into the you know this week's message. You mentioned the word routine. Remember early in the year you had the different games for the different days for all the games. <laughs> now you've been through this stretch of Thursday, Sunday, et cetera, and then your own situation. Are you redefining the word routine that all this you're going through? I think it's the NFL. I mean, I think it's today's NFL. I mean, it's um, you have you know more challenges that you deal with with the pandemic and you know um, holiday season in front of you. I mean, it's this is you know I, I think you're always coaching and reinforcing, uh, particularly young players. This is the first time our players will play against you know Washington football team. So you know that was part of the message today. Uh, you know, just really. To make sure we have things tied up, you know, spend a little time with the administrative staff to make sure we have Christmas schedule lined up. So just making sure things are tight uh, because you know, th these are the most important games of the year. Uh, starting with this one, you know, this is December football. I mean, December football defines your season. Uh, you have to get it done in December. I mean, there's there's no way that we can't get to where we want to go if we don't take care of things, you know, each and every week. I like the fact that we're on a five-week stretch. Hopefully, it stays seven seven days. You know, that'd be nice. Um, but, you know, I, I really like the way this lays up for us. Is Amari Cooper ready for a full load of last week? Certainly, he was on a pitch count because of conditioning issues. Uh, I have no reason to think um, no. I mean, I'll, you know, obviously, when I get out there in person today, I'll have a better feel for that. But I, I have no reason to think he's not. Does playing a team twice in three weeks change anything going in, other than the backside make it a little easier a couple of weeks from now? Uh, just like to look at things from the positive angle. I think it helps. 
uh, particularly the second game being on Christmas, you know, day after Christmas. So, you know, we've taken an approach where, you know, our install is a little heavy you know, this week. You know, coming off of the bye week, we've had more time to spend on on Washington. You know, they've obviously have played very, very consistent, uh, you know, here this past month, and it particularly, you know, the things that they're doing and how they're doing it. Um, so I think the fact that, you know, we do play them twice in three weeks, we can, you know, benefit from you know a little extra time on the front end of this one. So when the volume, you know, whatever we use or don't, you know, whatever we use in a game or don't use, I think it'll be transition to the, you know, the game three weeks from now, two weeks from now. Relative, relative to the running game, what do you see uh, the issues being and how confident are you you can resolve them in a short space of time? I think it really falls in line with what you need to do here in December. It's uh, executions, everything. I mean, it's always been that way. I, I you know, I, I think being in the hotel room, you have a lot of time to reflect, talk to people you haven't talked to in, a, in, a, in some time, and um, you know, you had a chance to really look back. I, I think of Marty Schottenheimer this time of year. Uh, I, I always felt that he was so consistent the way his football teams went into December and how they played, uh, and just did. You know, you just. As coaches, you're always emphasizing the details and the things you need to get done, you know, fundamentally, and and that's where we are. We need to be better fundamentally. I mean, it's it's everything that we have done. We 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 we've, we've had very productive run game, you know, performances early in the year. Um, you know, we, we've had some times during the second segment of games where we weren't weren't as in sync. But uh, you know, we we clearly understand the importance of running the football for the football team and, and stopping the run for the football team. So uh, it's definitely a primary focus for us. Warren Schottenheimer used to lean into rivalry weeks, to the Raiders week. You kind of play it up with players with four division games and five games. Do you do any of that? Tap into that? Yeah, I don't know if you could do it like he did it. Uh, you know, not not in today's world. But uh, he was uh, Raider Week was a big deal. You know, I know. I, I want to say his ten years. I think he was eighteen and three against the Raiders. I, I know uh, six years I was there. I, I think we lost maybe once. You know, twice in that time. So, but you, you definitely have to. You know, have that component as as part of your operation. I, I think more importantly. Um, uh, today I, I showed a historical video video of the of the rivalry. I, I think it's really important for your rookies to understand, your young players to, to understand what they're you know. It's all part about it's all it's all part about what's what's in front of you and in the environment they're getting ready to walk into. So uh, I, I think definitely I think these division games that's all part of your preparation. Are rivalries the same today as they were back in the day with free agency and players changing teams and all, so much more movement? I mean, I, I think I think you, probably not. I mean, um, to, to, at some point, at some level, but um, you know, I, I think to the fans, it's definitely there. Uh, I don't think that ever changes. Um, you know, I, when I look at the '90s, you know, being part of the Kansas City Raider rivalry, I mean, you know, a lot of those players were on the team all six years. I mean, so you 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 had a lot of the same players lining up, so uh, they were competing twice a year. So you don't have the number. Of attempts, I mean, just look at our roster from last year to this year. I mean, we, you know, we, I think the last time we looked at it, it was, you know, 84 players that are in the building. I think 40 of them weren't here last year. So, um, so that's, you know, that's the reality of it. But I think the, it's really the type of game and, you know, just what goes into these games. And, and I think the fact that the league has, you know, moved these division games, these rivalry games to the end is, you know, is, is even added another notch to it. So, and I think these are great games to compete in. I, I've always looked forward to them. I know our players are looking forward to it. So I think it all adds, you know, adds to a, you know, a, 
the type of game you, you'd want to watch and definitely want to be a part of. The historical video that you showed, how far back did that go? Oh, shoot. I mean, I'm, it, uh, definitely the 70s. Uh, so, uh, you know, Rogers in there, he says it's the greatest rivalry he's ever been a part of. With, you know, he has Navy and Navy uh, jersey on. I thought that was kind of cool. So, uh, yeah, but I, I think it's, it's, it's important to, you know, for you to always educate the players on the history of your organization. And, and I, I think, like I said, it was, it was more about the rookies having an understanding of what's in front. Mike Zeke said he had an encouraging MRI on Friday. What, what, in what ways does he need to be limited, and what exactly is his injury? Who's MRI? Zeke. Zeke. Um, I mean, he, he, has a knee, he has a knee injury, so uh, he's you know, definitely uh, making progress. Uh, feels better, you know, just from my communication with uh, Jim and Britt this morning. Went, went back through everything, so he's having a good week. It's you know something he's been dealing with for quite some time. You all signed Ego Smith yesterday. When is it fair to say that that's an insurance signing, given what Tony and Zeke are dealing with? And when you make a signing like that, what's the most important thing that you consider? I mean, you know, good point. I, I think really, I, especially in today's. You know, roster development—it's something we've been talking about. You know, he's—I mean—he's someone that, um, that that has come across my desk a number of times already this year. So, um, I think the fact that it is December—you know, football—you you know, Tony, Tony, and Zeke are just working through some things. Fully expect them to play. You know, but um, I, I think it's just—you know—the part of the you know, development of the roster and trying to have as many guys available for this stretch run. About running game and running backs, what's the key to stopping Antonio Gibson and watching? It seems like our offensive line is really in sync and they don't Yeah, very natural runner. Um, you know, very instinctive. You know, yards after contact is, is impressive. So, um, you know, definitely a, a focal point for us. And I thought he jumped on the scene last year as a, as a rookie and, you know, and his ability to come out of the backfield too to make plays. So uh, he, he's, a, he's a player that can do it in all three, three phases of the running back position. So, very good player. Assess where Dak is since coming back from the calf injury and how he's played. I'm fine. I'm fine where Dak is. I mean, I think it's you know you go over the course of the season. Um, you know, actually, I, one of the things I went through was a trend line of of our production and and, and comparables and things like that. And I think the most important uh, part of the, the 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 statistical breakdown is the fact that. That you do have the spikes and, and it shows the you know capabilities and in production levels and and so forth, but also shows all the different challenges that we've been through. And I think these are all great experiences that pay forward. So, um, hey, we're we're trying to improve and get better each and every day. We understand um, the challenges you know outside outside of the uh, you know our, our football space, but it's about self improvement and winning. And that's all that's what that's all it, it ever will be. You know, and and um, you know Dak is definitely. You know, if you're looking for an example, it exemplifies that. You know, just a chance to you know watch the practice from the window. You know, yesterday, and you see the team go off the field, and the quarterbacks are out there another 15, 20 minutes. So, you know, hitting the different throws, you can see the throws he's working on, particularly in the game plan and so forth. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm very comfortable where Dak's at. Has his footwork been as clean uh, since coming back, or is it in his coming back from coming what back calf? Um, yeah, I I think it's you know, once again, it, it's it's footwork. Time clocks, you know, the, the, the platform for the protection, you know, all that plays into it. So I, it's it's never just one thing. How does the quarterback strike the balance of being able to see quick and think quick and just have an advanced mind as experiences his is now with kind of slowing down and allowing your progressions to develop and not moving off of a route too quickly? 
I think he just really the discipline and staying in tune with the scheme has given you. You know, I, I think like anything in this game, you know, when you're dealing with um, players that are very accomplished, you know, you, you have to um, remind emphasis of, uh, you know, not, not, not doing too much, you know, because, you know, every play is not designed for, you know, five guys running into the, into the end zone. So, I mean, I, I think just staying within the discipline of the time clock, you know, how it's tied to the protection, you know, how it's tied to the matchup that we're, we're concerned about or emphasizing. So it's, and, and, and that's why this game is is such a challenge in, in the passing game. The details in the passing game are, are so important. And, and you never come out of training camp firing on, on, on the details, especially with the climate of how we train and the time that we have together. I, I think you rely on scheme, um, uh, leverage success, Early in the year, I think we we accomplished that, um, but you know we're fully in tune with we, we we could be better in more detail in our time clocks and in spacing and those types of things. That's what we're focused on. Too much, been, sorry, too much been made about the lack of separation outside, that, or is that something that's real? Man, you guys have been on your game. We're talking ball today. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, this is like some real stuff. You know, some of that nonsense you usually hit me with, but. Uh, yeah, it's all about separation and spacing. And I think, you know, let's be honest, go back to Denver. They came out and challenged us. They played a lot of match and man. And so I think any time a team has success and, you know, you've been putting up a lot of production, we fully understand people are going to challenge our perimeter. We, I, I, I talked about it a little bit in the team meeting today. So um, these are... These are great opportunities for us. You know, we love our guys in space, you know, uh, when they get the ball in their hands because, you know, you look at you know, some of the performances we've had. Now, they haven't been, you know, great of late, but, you know, I, I think our opportunity in front of us and, you know, and I definitely see Washington, you know, taking that same approach, particularly with their coverage and their background and, you know, the way Ron and Jack, you know, design the way to play their defense. So, you know, we'll have a lot of those opportunities Sunday. Is some of your offense now almost like a a rolling block out sort of thing. I mean, you had you had Dak out for a while, and then you have changes in the offensive line, and Elliott has the injury, and then the receivers. I mean, it, it seems to have kind of staggered and impacts that rhythm and that continuity you're talking about. Which are which are all great things. I mean, over the course of a year. I mean, I, I, you have to you you can't just win one way in this league, and, and it's not practical to think that you're going to win with the same guys lining up the same 11 every week. It's just, it's just not practical. I've, I've never seen it happen. Um, I've seen teams go on great runs that, you know, their health is, is, is probably plays a big part in it, whether, you know, all five of their linemen together or, you know, the quarterback. So you do have that. But this, to me, this is all part of a normal challenge. And, um, you know, and, and that's why it's it's staying on top of the details within the numbers. I mean, I understand what the stats say, and and stats can be misleading one way or the other. We 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 understand that. So um, we're just really focused on self improvement and winning. You know, we're, we got to do whatever we got to do to win the game. Um, but these guys are very accountable. The work ethic of our football team, the whole space is very high. Uh, they're very accountable. Uh, we know what people think of us. We love that. Uh, we're comfortable who we are, where we are. Uh, but I'm excited about what's in front of us because you know we we. You know, we're, we're going to win this game. Um, I'm confident in that and just, to, you know, the prep that's going into it. Uh, but, you know, more importantly, we're going to, you know, we want to improve too along the way. So I think that's all part about what the challenge of December football gives you. What do people think of you? Huh? What do people think of you? That's your job. I'm, I'm the, I answer the questions. Yeah. Mike, did you mention, you mentioned Jack Del Rio? You mentioned Jack Del Rio a moment ago. Um, has he had to change up things over the last several weeks when he loses at Chase Young and now Montez Sweat? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, they, 
Jack's, I've always looked at Jack as an aggressive, you know, play caller, and I think Ron fits in the same thing. I mean, it, they're they're trying to keep the time clock of the offense as short as possible. You can see the run pressures and things like that. So, I mean, they give you a lot to to deal with, um, particularly in the run in the run uh, the run defense challenge. So, um, you know, I, I think you know definitely not having the two edge guys is. You know, they were still able to manufacture pressure, you know, against the Raiders. Uh, so, but, you know, I, I think the most important thing is staying in tune with the matchups and, and, and how they're going to, you know, play us. And uh, they're definitely, I, you know, I've always viewed them as an aggressive, you know, scheme and approach. So I, I definitely think it'll be in place Sunday. So they move around a lot, the run, just like, like Dennis Allen. Line movement, yeah. Uh, yeah, they'll have the rocks and the inside uh, stunts and the rocking nose, which is definitely something people have been doing more to us lately. Mike, Jaron talked about the juice that the defense got by interacting with Dan Quinn on the sideline on Thursday. Do y'all have any conversations about keeping him down there or because he likes the clear head up in the booth, that's the priority? Uh, have not had that conversation this week. Um, I mean, Dan prefers the box. Um, um, I've, I've gone, I've, I've been in a lot of these conversations over the, over the years. Um, so. Personally, I I, I I would I personally like it when the coordinator's on the sideline because because he can touch the you know the, the play caller to the key communicators and all. I think that's all real. I think that's important. Um, so, but you know, there, there's a system in place. Uh, a lot of work's gone into that system, and and I've always left it up to the coordinator uh, to to call the game for where he wants to call it. So um, Dan Dan feels he's better in the box, and uh, you know that's the way we'll go. Both in Memphis products, do you see some similarities between Tony Pollard and Antonio Gibson, their explosiveness in space? Well, definitely. I think you look at their backgrounds too, and, and the way they, you know, where, where they came from, and you know the positions they played, and, and now the, you know, their their ability to be productive. Yeah, but yeah, um, you know, he's he's a dynamic back. Obviously, so is Tony, and um, you know these these guys are, you know, put the ball in their hands and. You know, you know, our tackling needs a, it's a, it's definitely a focus this week, uh, particularly the yards after contact. How did Marty feel about bulletin board material, and how do you feel about it? Uh, Bill didn't spend a whole lot of time on it. You know, um, I don't spend any time on it, frankly. I, I think it's um, with respect to your jobs, I think it's a waste of time. You know, I, I just think it's if we have to wor you know worry about print and. Things like that. I'm, I'm more focused on on, on the real stuff. You know, I, I think it's I think it's important you go through the week to identify how the opponent's going to play you. You know, the things you're expecting. Uh, but by Friday, um, they're, they're just blank faces to me. Uh, you know, it's you know we, we're about winning, doing the things we need to do to win. Uh, just stay on the details of where we need to improve, and that's to me that's enough work. So, and that's where really Friday, Saturday, leaning into Sunday is is where my mindset's always been. You said we're going to win this game. I'm confident of that. Do you think that could be taking this bulletin board material? I mean, what, what am I supposed to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, we fully, I fully expect to win every game I've ever competed in. I mean, that's that's what sports is all about. That's what the NFL. I, I trust me. I understand how hard it is. Um, they're working hard. We're working hard. But yeah, we, we we're clearly planning on going, to, you know, to Washington to win the game. I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. Mike, when you watch um, Taylor Heineke on film, what does he show on film? And the reason I ask it that way is a lot of the things that are attributed to him, Moxie, guys rallying around him, things like that. Does that manifest itself uh, when coaches watch on film? Oh, definitely. I m
love the way he plays. Uh, you know, he's he's obviously been, you know, a key contributor to success. And you know, I, I think they're they're in, they're in a really good rhythm. You know, I think Scott's done a really nice job with the offense. I mean, they have their veteran coaches throughout their staff. It's a staff that has been together a long time. So, um, you know, you can see the comparables of their past and their history in in in, in uh, Carolina. And so forth, um, but I, I think he's, you know, he, he he plays the game the right way. He, um, you know, can extend plays. And I think that's very important from the quarterback position. Uh, but he's definitely in rhythm. Uh, you, you can see, particularly the way they they have finished games the last four weeks. I mean, I don't know how you cannot be impressed with with that. And a, and a big part of that is the quarterback. So. Um, I think he's done a heck of a job this past month. After the loss to Denver, we talked to Dak about the, the difference between confidence and arrogance. When you say something like we're going to win, is the idea that you're confident, but you're also preparing for it. It's not a we think we can win without doing the work. It's we're confident because we're doing the work. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're confident in our process. You know, we're far enough you know down the road here that, you know, I, I feel like our players have done a very good job preparing each and every week. Um, so. Um, you're, we're relatively healthy. You know, we've we've had a chance to come off this bye week, so looking forward to today. You know, we'll have a padded practice today, so this this is always to me kind of a an, an important um, you know day for trigger. You know, from a trigger day for me personally, I, I you know I think you get a lot out of Thursday's work um, because it tells you exactly what you need to really dial into on Friday and and, and make sure you get a couple more reps at it on Saturday. So yeah, I, I think it's just all confident in who we are as a football team. A couple weeks, so I'm, I'm told it's a, it's a couple week injury. Do you uh, Don't have that for you. It's going to be a couple week injury. You talked about self improvement, and uh, that's the key that you guys are focused on. Is that more difficult to do when you're scaling back in practice time and meeting time? Oh, definitely, yeah. But it's it, but it's not like we're going to go out there and generate yeah you know 20 more reps of things we need to improve on. I mean, it's not it's not going to come through the. The physical volume of it it's going to you know it's going to come through the, the the details and the the efficiency and i mean just the little things you know just talking to you know make sure the d linemen on the look team today give us the, the exact look that we we need to get you know uh, particularly in the inside run game you know in the nine on seven so it's a padded it's a padded uh practice day so it's just making sure that you know you, you go from 10 reps to eight but you know, we, we got to make sure that we get we get the clean reps. So it's more about the detail of what we're doing, and you know, we're we're not reinventing the wheel here. You know, we 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 have a lot of scheme on in all three phases. You know, we 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 feel like we challenge our opponents schematically, but it's December. I mean, this this game execution is everything in December. If I can't say it once, let's say it 20 times. So uh, our execution level is is our mix, our main focus, and as we know, that comes down to the fundamentals and the techniques. You're on first yesterday. Told us this is playoff football. That's a team's mindset. Asking what that meant every game. We're treating it like a one and done type of a move. Is that coming from you? Is that what you're imparting on the guys? No, I, I haven't. I haven't used those words, but uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I think you have to have a singular mindset every week, and you know, especially in division games. I mean, four division games in in five weeks. You know, and obviously this is this is all that matters. So. Uh, you know, we have the opportunity to be three and zero in our division. You know, when we walk off the field Sunday. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the singular mindset. We all get to it. You know, as many different ways as possible. So, um, I, I like his outlook. Nothing new with COVID today. No, nothing new. No. Any new injuries that we're going to see when we get out there? No, nothing new. Nope. <laughs> Anything else myself? <laughs> have, have you got my money's worth today? I mean, goddamn. Chatty Cathy up here. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.